And that was Alexei Kirikesha and the group Fatimorgana from the United States, originally from Ukraine, but in the U.S. for a few decades now, and uh, still doing great music. That is a song of the Ukrainian bard Taras Shevchenko put to music, and that is the story of the hetman, Cossack hetman Hamalia. Dobry večer, dorohi radio suhači, ta vitaju vas vsih na radio predaču Naš Holos, radio Krinskoho Korinja, na radio stanci AM 1320 CHMB Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio coming to you on AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host Paula Demchuk Macquarie, Pokrinska Pavlina. Thank you so much for joining me. In this hour we'll be focusing on poetry, uh, but po- not um, recited poetry so much as poetry set to music. And uh, this is March and it's the month of Shevchenko, so we'll be playing some of his poems put to music, but as well we've got part 2 of our interview with the Montreal group Previte and uh, the poetry that forms the lyrics of their music and some fascinating stories uh, will be coming to light, so stay tuned for that. As well, we'll have our usual proverb of the week, and uh, this week, I promise, yes, we will do the proverb. (laughs) Last week, we forgot. Sorry about that. First time, I think, in about 20 years. At any rate, uh, we will have that and as well other items of interest and great Ukrainian music, most of it, about Ukrainian poets. So coming up next is another nod to Shevchenko. We've got Stacey Yerofayeva with the group Dovira in Toronto, and she's doing some interesting stuff, some more new stuff coming out, and we'll hopefully be getting... Uh, the scoop on that for you soon. But meanwhile, here she is now with uh, Shevchenko, part of a Shevchenko poem. Uh, it is Katerina. It's a long poem. And uh, this is part of it. It is called Yes, Naspiti Dolia. There is destiny in the world. Yes, Naspiti Dolia. Kto ihi maje. Yes, Naspiti Vola. Kto ihi znaje.
Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada, which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com. Every day, more Ukrainian soldiers are killed or wounded by Russian invaders. You can help wounded heroes by joining the Adopt-A-Soldier program of registered charity Ukraine War Amps. A small monthly donation goes very far for medical services and living expenses and creates a special bond between you and a wounded hero. 100% of your contribution goes to the soldier. Please, adopt a soldier today. Visit ukrainewaramps.ca or find us on Facebook.
And that was the Capella Banduristio Imena Tarasa Shevchenko, the Taras Shevchenko Bandurist Capella. They are located also in the States. Uh, they do have a lot of Canadian members, and they've kind of been doing the virtual thing uh, for a long time to the benefit of their many fans, and they do have a lot of them on this continent and around the world. The Ukrainian Bandurist Capella with a Taras Shevchenko poem called Rai Kobzaryu, Play Kobzar. Up next, from Privit's brand new CD, Nevsimanaya, Not Everything Fades Away, the words of a more contemporary poet. The song is called Litne, Summer Song. program, I was speaking with Roman Kostik and Bob McMillan of the Montreal group Privit, whose music we've been sharing on Nasholos for some 30 years now. Privit just released their third CD, Nefsemanaya, Not Everything Fades Away. And last week, Roman and Bob shared some of their experiences producing the album and also about the deep roots and long history of the group and the people who comprise it. One of the surprising things I learned during this interview myself is that the lyrics of Privit's songs almost exclusively are the words of Ukrainian poets, many of whom were martyrs for Ukraine, whose brilliant lives were brutally cut short. In March, we commemorate Ukraine's national bard Tarashevchenko, who perhaps can be credited for awakening the poetic as well as the patriotic soul of the Ukrainian nation, and who inspired new generations to continue his legacy, albeit often sharing his tragic fate. 
In part two of the interview, we'll learn a little bit about some of these more modern poets and how their poetry ended up as lyrics in Previtz music. To be perfectly honest, this is not a Zabava band and things like this, which, you know, you go out and you make money performing. We do a kind of a labor of love because we have, I think, an emotional attachment to the words and to the messages of the poetry. And we just, we love the traditional Ukrainian music. Uh, I don't want people to think that we're doing this because we don't like traditional Ukrainian music. We do. But we just thought, why not bring the Ukrainian content out to the general public in a style that they will feel comfortable with. Yes, that style of music would definitely be familiar to mainstream North Americans, although there seems to be an essence of the Ukrainian spirit that you just can't seem to keep out of it. But what is really unique to me is the lyrics and the incredible stories of the poets who wrote the poems that you put to music. Some of their lives were very tragic. Um, For example, uh, Ladia Mohalinska, she, it's the song Spring Breeze and Summer Song. Irene sings them. This is a poet who wrote very personal, emotional poetry. And she died at 37, shot by a firing squad in Moscow in the cemetery. Then she and her husband, the remains were burned and the ashes were left there. Her poetry was forbidden and it was only at the efforts of, of one a person in in the university who dug up the information and some of her poetry started to be available again in the late 50s. Here's a woman who's who's a brilliant, brilliant poet, probably maybe, some people say, as good as Lesha Ukrainka or second to her. And of her 37 years, she probably spent a decade of that in jail and then maybe two years of liberty, then being shot and her ashes scattered and her poetry destroyed. Wow. There's a couple of them like that. Uh, The other guy that I do um, the song, um, You're Enchanting. And Mark did a song by him back on the first album called Only in My Dreams, a very romantic poet who who writes very... uh, loving things and, and includes women in his poetry and everything, which is why it was on the first album. It, it was dedicated to women. And he was sent in 1934 to the Gulag in Siberia, and he died there in 1944 for writing romantic poetry, not writing poetry that supported the state. Oh, boy. So, wow. so this is, and our favorite, Alexander Olesz, he died in exile in Prague, in, also in 1944. Uh, he was lucky. He got out, but 
he wasn't able to go back to uh, his uh, beloved country. So a lot of these, uh, when Mark goes through his collections, I think he fingerpicks things that maybe the general public wouldn't be aware of. Uh, so when you, when you listen to the words on uh, Spring Breeze, she talks about wanting to turn into a bird with white feathers and fly off. And she wants to be remembered in somebody's dream in a sweet and pleasant way. probably writing in prison. When you listen to the words and you know what her situation was, it's, it's heartrending. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. that's why Mark picks a lot of this stuff. Oh. I mean, I didn't know who Alexander Rolis was before Mark presented him to me. And then I'm a big fan of his. Wow. I've heard the name, but I didn't know his story. Yeah. Uh, you know, my original... Um, impression of, of the, the album because I'm not big on poetry. I just that's just not something that's you know been part right, of me. Right. And I think I'm not atypical of the listener. And the, so the music is something pulls, but I guess because you don't really realize the power of like this. There's a subliminal power behind the music, and maybe you know for somebody who has a little bit of an of an idea of of the oppression that Ukrainians experienced during the Soviet era. There's just some some little spark or, or just well, a little yeah, it would something. definitely speak to them, especially uh, you know a, a particular generation. Yeah, and let's face it, what's going on now may even speak to a newer generation. Yeah, yeah, no one, kidding. One of the poets that we use, Ivan Malkovich, who does the the words for cherry tree song. <laughs> He's still alive, but he's given up poetry. Now he publishes children's books. Oh. He, he has a publishing company and he does only children's books. Oh. And the other poet or poetess, Lena Kostenko, she's still around and she's quite a very vocal, patriotic person. She's outspoken. She has a Facebook page that she lambates all the stuff going down in the Donbass and all this stuff. She's quite outspoken now and always has been. So uh, this is the first time we've used her lyrics. Oh, okay. Um, I was introduced to her by uh, my Ukrainian co-producer here in Nanaimo, Oksana Poporezhnik. She does the show in Ukrainian language. She's from Ternopil. And uh, she told me the story of um, learning Lina Kostenko's poem, and she just, just adores her and uh, features her as much as she can on her, uh, her her edition of the show. And she was saying that Oksana's in her 40s, and she grew up in the Soviet times, it went through school, and she remembers, she said they had one copy of her book, and everybody, they would share it. And it, the way she described it, how they, the, the class worked, is almost cult-like. Poetry is very big in Ukraine. It is, because it's, it's almost a subversive way of expressing your opinion without making it overt. Yeah. Well, and that's why a lot of the poets, poets end up being executed and put into prison or to the gulag. Well, at any time of change, it was always the, for lack of a better word, the artists, whether it was the singers, the poets, the writers, they're the ones who, you know, basically started the actual movements and then people who read into it and go on. Of course, they end up being in those situations being persecuted. Yeah. I'm in conversation with Roman Kostic and Bob McKinnon of the Montreal group Previt, and we'll be back in just a second. This is CHMB, AM 1320, Vancouver. As you mentioned in the song Silence, which has a very um, dreamy or moody uh, type of uh, texture to it, that's one of hers. And it's her words that caused us to do the song in that way. How so? How, what do you mean by that? 
if you listen to to the to to the content to the words the song almost presents the idea of silence with little quivers of noise here and there it's intended to be very almost like a sedating type of song it's meant to be moody and and and, and reflective it's not supposed to be in your face and mm-hmm. have very catchy hooks mm-hmm. and again it's because of the way she writes her words um, it, it affects the way you do the music to her words. That's how influential she is. She's great. understand the not a word okay <laughs> is there a translation um or do they i guess they the guys would translate in in all honesty that for me i'm not going to say it was the most difficult part but what roman was saying when you're when you're picking up on the language and let's say the the sentiment there or the feeling so that would have been the hardest thing for me to adjust to however just sitting down with the music and of course if something was really really sad and here i am playing this really happy happy little mm-hmm. you know uh guitar lick or something like that and it's like no that doesn't quite work it, they would explain what the song was about mm-hmm. and that way i could easily pick up on uh you know the mood or the tempo or the temperament or whatever it may be mm-hmm. you know roman just and and talking to you guys about the the poetry um, I wonder if you would consider a, a project to to do the the translation of of the poetry and Roman. You were doing you were in the process of doing that, were you not? No, I was in the process of looking up all the poets and seeing what their life stories were. That's why I know uh, the backgrounds of Mohilanska and and, ah. and Ivan Malkovich, who who's now doing children's uh, books. And uh, the other person that I really got to respect was Dmitros Vahul, who's the guy who died in the Gulag closer to the Bering Straits than he was to his native Ukraine. Uh, I was really curious to hear, especially how a lot of their poetry was buried and forbidden. And so I got interested in started to look up some of these um, poets. And that's the project I was working on on the internet. But um, no, I was under the impression you were thinking of just translating the lyrics and putting a little insert. Uh, well, no, I included the lyrics, but not a translation. But that would be a project that would take me a while because my Ukrainian's not that terrific. I'd have to sit down with Mark and do it. But yeah. uh, it's a possibility because uh, even for us, um, I've seen translations because I've posted the four songs that we did by Lina Kostenko. I posted on my Facebook page. So if you if you look at my Facebook page, um, you will find Spring Torrent. Uh, you will find My Sad and Simple Days, the poem. Uh, you will find um, Silence and Pine Forest. You will find the lyrics to that on my Facebook page with a little picture that explains the theme or the music of the song that she posted. So I copied that from Lena Kostenko's oh, okay. uh, website because I'm friends with her on Facebook too. Oh, that's neat. You know, I would love to, to get the translation. And the only the problem is, you know, the translations, they have the Google translation on the internet oh, and yeah, some of no. it is so stilted, it's yeah, mind-boggling. Yeah, no, I mean, you I always, mean, yeah, you, I mean, it always, translations, you always, you know, there's a reason they say something's always lost in translation, but Yeah, least, the punchline goes missing. Always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, because it's a cultural context right and we're yep. but still kind of the, the the general gist of it but the stories of the poets i mean i mean I, i'm envisioning a book here poets of pravit you know whatever so well, most of it would be alexander Olis. yeah because i think if you count all the alexander Olis poetry reviews in our recordings we have one of his poems yeah. in the first recording which is uh the first time that Mark presented his poetry to me and I was, I was hooked from the get-go. Nascio, nascio, 
Чи я люблю тебе, чи ні? Легче серце розірвати і знати відповідь мені. And then on the second recording, we used his poetry at least, uh, I think, four or five times. And then on this last one, we have him seven times. Oh, wow. Yeah, I noticed we it have quite a, a few. Yeah, he's seven. Uh, um, Lina Kostenko, we have four. And then we have two by uh, Mohilanska, and then there's one each by Zahul and uh, Malkovich. So that's the uh, 15. You're making me interested in poetry now, you know? <laughs> well, I well, think you're more interested in the actual the lives of the poets than the poetry. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Is, you too, eh, Bob? It, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, what they've gone through. I mean, you, you know, yeah. that, it's like anything else. It's, you know, for lack of a better word, you know, when you become a rebel, you become a target. And if you're speaking out against the whatever yeah. the establishment is at that time, look out. Yeah, yeah. And well, I really, to me, the next big one that I, after Alexander Olis, uh, and you can probably tell by the way I speak about it, is uh, Elijah Mohilanska. Uh, I mean, here's a person, uh, 37 years old, all her 30s were spent, she was con- condemned to be executed, then she was let out, she was out for two years, then they rearrested her and her husband on a Trump-up charge that they were in some sort of an organization that never even existed, took them to Moscow, shot them and scattered their ashes after they burnt the bodies. That was it. There's no pamyatnik, there's no memorial, the poetry was scattered, forbidden, and the guy only was able to collect it from other private collectors who had copies of her work. Wow. And how many more of these are there that we're never going to get their message and their words? Yeah. You know, and I'm not necessarily a Ukrainian patriot or something. I'm more of a person who I think of the human being, yeah. you know. The human condition and the struggle. That's what yeah, you appreciate. It, it's, it's heartbreaking that you spent 37 years trying to accomplish something. Uh, you spent 10 of those behind bars and then they eliminate you and wipe out your work. Yeah. Pretty uh, uh, heartbreaking. Yeah. So that, that's why I like some of these things that Mark chooses. I go back and I look them up, and I think Mark's a step ahead of me because he finds these things before I even get on the bandwagon. With them. So that's why I said at the beginning that the album is more like a, a collection of stories. Yeah. And each song is a different chapter in, in the book of life. And that's why I look at it. It's more of an album you sit through and you go through the different moods and the, and the feelings as you go through it. You get picked up a little, you get dumped a little, and then you, yeah. you think about it. And then... Uh, that was the whole intention. That's why we put the songs in a specific in the order. order. Yeah, even by key changes and everything, we we organized it to be a listening album for mood and contemplation, rather than to be a dance number in a yeah. band. And which is the best number to do in a zabava? Because yeah, that's not because that's bad. We Mark and I were in a zabava band for three or four years together in a band called Zine, which was an outgrowth of Sinister Field, and they became the Chitney Zine, and they became Zine. And uh, oh, we oh, know what it's like. You. That was you guys. Hey, Stoshkina, men is so before the diet. Yeah, The Chinese Gene, um, Mark and I were asked to join it after their lead vocalist left. And we had just started Trivis in 91. And so the end of 91 into 92, we were, we were the vocal unit and the guitar section of Zvin. We didn't want to keep the Chidney Zvin because the lead vocalist in the Chidney Zvin was Irene's younger brother, Mikhailo. And he unfortunately got very sick and he passed away. Aww. So we were already performing with, with Irene and we did not want to step into his shoes because mm-hmm. the nature of the band would obviously change with, yeah. with the vocalist. And so we asked the band, change the name from the Chidney Zine to just Zine, the bell. Mm, mm. And we had a pretty good run. We played at the, the festival in Dauphin. We did things in, uh, in Boston, down in the Garden State Festival. We, we played all over the place. We played in Ottawa, Montreal, Toronto. But you have to have a certain mentality to do that. And that means you don't have any weekends. You don't have any New Year's. Oh, yeah. You don't have any, anything else. So 
it lasted for about three, four years, and then everybody had families and everything else. So it, it kind of went uh, different ways, and different guys went. Mark and I remained in Prigit. At the drummer, Tino Papa, I ended up joining Metallica, the other band, and then that morphed into Rhythm Club, which is an eight-piece uh, band that played all kinds of venues. And um, some of the other guys um, just stopped playing. Uh, Adrian lives in New York State now. I'm still in contact with him. He was the rhythm guitar player in, in uh, Sinister Pio. So a lot of these people we know. I mean, it's sort of a very small community in Montreal. So all these Ukrainian bands that came out in the 70s and 80s and then later us in the 90s, we all know each other. Yeah, I noticed that. Well, Sin- Bill Kinell, he played in, uh, in Veselka. And the Veselka still plays now. As a matter of fact, that's the band that played at both of my kids' weddings. No kidding. Oh, that's hilarious. It's, uh, we all know each other, and, and the guitar player for uh, the Selka is the, uh, plays for Dunai in Toronto, and you play some of their no music. No way, really? So the, yeah, he, Ihor plays guitar. Um, oh, for sake. I think is his name, Ihor Zoltanishka, and he's the guitar player and vocalist in Dunai. <laughs> But he also still plays part-time in the Salka. Oh, wow. And, and even the guys from Rusnachoka and friends are all three of the remaining members. I yeah. think together with them at, at sing-alongs, we, we used to do sing-alongs at old folks' homes. Yes. I, Stefan did a, a feature on, uh, he did some Rusnachok stories yeah. for me, and he did a feature on that, actually. Yeah, it was very nice. Yeah. He sometimes, because he lives in Ontario, he sometimes comes and he sings and, and he plays percussion for the sing-alongs in the old folks' homes. Nice. But, Uh, and Gino Sidashi, accordion player, they're both regular people that I know that I, I, I sing along <laughs> with and we meet and all that. So, yeah, it's a small circle here. Yeah, it's very tight and you do great music, um, so much incredible talent. You don't think of Ukrainian. Uh, when you think Montreal, you think French, not Ukrainian, but uh, you certainly have made a, a huge contribution and sounds like um, if Irene is selling your albums <laughs> to her French friends, it sounds like it's, yeah. you know, very uh, kind of, you know, integrated multicultural um, experience there. So, Well, so any, anyone who's... Anyone who's heard it has been very complimentary, even though they, those who are not Ukrainians just don't understand it. But there's, they're saying what you said, that musically and, you know, like they can listen to it. Yeah. They can sit down and listen to it, even though they don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and that says a lot to me anyway. Oh, for sure. I think the intent for us as a group, for Mark and me, when we started this whole show, and it's only gotten better with the addition of Irene and Bob, is that we were always used to almost like feeding our own egos. We would preach to the converted. We would play to Ukrainian audience and say, well, look, aren't we great? And then you stop to think about, how about playing for outside audiences? Let's bring Ukrainians out there because they're not coming in to our stuff except for festivals. Yeah, yeah. So our idea was, let's bring the Ukrainians out to the general public. It's non-Ukrainian and see how they react. That's why they brought in the rock and roller. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bob was playing in a a band called uh, the Crosswinds when we started and asked him to come in. So basically, he does more stuff on the English market, too. He's the lead vocalist and the guitar player. Oh, cool. So he's not just a pretty face. (laughs) Great great face for radio. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's that's me. That's my line. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Okay. But, you but, steal your own life. But, but you are. <laughs> but but you but you are you are on radio, and um, 
thank you so much for coming on and uh, sharing the story about um, you know your, the work that you do for the music and uh, the album itself, how it came together. Wonderful getting to know you, Bob. Uh, Roman, you and I go back a long ways. So. <laughs> oh, my pleasure. Thanks for the support. Oh, yes, thank you very much because you, you've been pretty well from all the radio stations. You've been the one that's constantly been supporting us. We, we've Aww. had our stuff played on other stations, Edmonton and uh, in, in Montreal, but you've been a constant right from the beginning, right from the very get-go. So we, we wanted to thank you for that. Thank you very much. We appreciate it. Greatly oh, appreciate it. Well, my, my pleasure. And uh, thanks again for the work you do. Keep it up, and I'm sure we'll be in touch again. Okay, thank you very Take much. Take care. Okay, thanks. Bye-bye. Uh, bye-bye. Well, I have to say that was a real eye-opening and ear-opening uh, conversation with those two fine gentlemen. And uh it kind of made obvious why I personally enjoy their music so much, and I bet you do too. So uh, if you're interested in this CD that they just released, Nifsemenaya, Not Everything Fades Away, or their two previous CDs, Berech Nidi, their first, Shores of Hope, and the second, Zaklikanya, Remember Me, uh, you can uh, email Mark Bidnarchuk. And that's B-E-D-N-A-R-C-Z-Y-K-M at Loyola.ca or Privit Vocal Ensemble at Yahoo.ca. And I'll be, I'll put those in the show notes of uh, the podcast. So uh, if you didn't catch that uh, or the spelling was a bit challenging, you'll be able to just get the direct link from the show notes. Also, you might want to check out Roman Kostek's uh, Facebook page and keep up with him there. It's a Roman. And Kostek is spelled K-O-S-T-Y-K. And again, in the show notes, I'll um, give you a way to connect with this outstanding musical group, Canadian, with a big Ukrainian soul. Here is one last tune for uh, this week from Nefsemenaya, and it is Viter Visnyane, Spring Breeze.
American songstress Sonia with another poem of Tarashevchenko, Dumemoi, My Thoughts. Nishal mev shiskinchila nashu prohamu, vshichastu domoviskazati do pobachinia, ala peritemia hochu zalashitavas to kemislavame mudrostia. Fromadi majev sebu vayatak, sho odni pratsuyut i buduyut, a druhi horlayut taruinuyut. And our proverb of the week translates as society is made up of two kinds of people, those who work and build and those who yowl and tear down. And that brings us to the end of another edition of Nasholis Ukrainian Roots Radio. We'll wrap things up with um, slightly less serious poetry, uh, if you want to call it that. <laughs> it's a very popular song sung around campfires and the like and as usual, it is a lively end to our program. Sluhai from Winnipeg with Oitaduna, a Kolomeka, called I Like Music Very Much. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nosh Holos and AM 1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich! <laughs>
muzyku duży lubił na muzyku pidu Jak muzykę taj zahraje zabudu ja bidu Oj taj dunaj dunaj duna, oj taj duna dana Oj taj dunaj dunaj duna, oj taj dunaj dana Jak ja tuju muzyczenku zaczuju zaczuju Bolić mene holowańkiem do mene nocuju Oj taj dunaj dunaj duna, oj taj duna dana Oj taj dunaj dunaj duna, oj taj dunaj dana Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.